As winter approaches, I wanted to share some thoughts and inspiration on the different ways that you can create enhancement and magic in your winter play. Hi, my name is Kimberly and I'm founder of Hooga in the Early Years, which is an international hub for supporting early years teaching, training and inspiration. With all the work I do, I'm all about empowering early educators to be the very best version of themselves by creating that perfect blend of professional knowledge and development alongside valuing your well-being and self-care. So hi, happy Friday. It's been a lovely week here despite the lockdown as I have celebrated my birthday and it's been a very who get inspired birthday. Lots of relaxing and lots of eating, lots of good food, but it was really enjoyable and I'm glad I could find ways to still make the most of it despite our current situation. Now, in this week's podcast episode, I thought I would share with you some of the ways that we can really think about our winter provision that we're trying to create. So I believe that when we're creating our provision, whether that be a provocation, an invitation to play, um, whatever it is that you're wanting to call that, I believe that there should be an element of beautifulness there. And if you as an educator don't want to go and play there, then the children won't either. So that's why when I set up my areas, I pay attention to the details that I create, adding in elements like mirrors to give children a different perspective of things, to reflect light, for instance. I also like to add different textures that stimulate the senses. I like to think about opportunities to add even more light elements to it maybe with some fairy lights or tea lights or setting up a provocation by the window where there's lots of natural light flooding in um, and I also like to add in some elements of nature there as well and and I think that as well we can include some open-ended resources and books that allow the learning to go even deeper in the child's direction so that's what I have in my mind when I'm trying to create a provocation for play and I put lots of time into creating these and I like to do this because I know that doing this is going to have the impact on the children's learning and development so I don't do lots of forward planning anymore masses and masses of paperwork that to be honest will never happen by the end of the week instead I use my time in a valuable way so that it's having an impact so when I talk to the people that I work with, um, I talk about the way that we organise and manage our time and thinking about a typical day that we might have and the way we are spending our time doing the jobs that matter. And so this is really, really important. And I call these the needle moving tasks. Now, this is a whole other podcast episode to get into, so I'm not going to delve into it anymore today, but I just thought I would note there that this is where I start when I'm trying to set up a provocation. I'm trying to make it have elements of beautifulness. 
And I think it's really important to, to note here that the child really does matter. And for one minute, I'm not suggesting that you recreate play scenes that you've seen here or maybe on other sites, on Pinterest, social media, without thinking first, why do my children need it? Why is it important that I add this to my provision? And I want you to remember this really. I guess this is three sort of prompts for you when you are linking your provision. So number one, if you're setting something up in your learning environment, does the provocation you set up link to the interest that the child has demonstrated or the questions that they've wondered about? And does it give them the opportunity to explore these further? Number two, does your knowledge of the child understand that they need more opportunities to practice a particular skill? So for instance here, you might set up a provocation linked to a cutting exercise because you know from your knowledge and your assessment of the child that they need more opportunities to practice those scissor skills. And then lastly, if we've said no to the two first options, then ask yourself this. Is what I'm setting up part of my continuous everyday provision that allows children to become independent learners? So it's thinking back to our enabling environment and thinking back to, is this part of my environment that the children have access to each and every day? It builds on those lifelong skills. It grafts new knowledge onto old and it's helping children make those connections. And if you can't say yes to any of those three questions, then it's most likely that this has been set up for the good of the educator. Now, I know here that what I'm going to say might seem a little bit controversial. I know lots of my followers do this. And I think it's okay if we just do it in moderation and we're really careful about it. So I know it's become a really popular social media trend to follow along with challenges whereby there would be a particular item to post a provocation about on a set day and then use the hashtag associated with this to show that you've done it. And there are many different theme challenges around, you know, it could be a Christmas challenge where you might have to post a hashtag Christmas stocking on a particular day to show that you've put this out in your provision, showing how you have set a provocation of activity up. Now, we do need to be so careful here that we're not commercialising children's play or creating a learning environment just to grow our Instagram followers. Instead, Let's collect all of these wonderful ideas. You might even save them, maybe a board of ideas on Pinterest or in a scrapbook um, around a Christmas stocking, for instance. And you can refer back to this when the time's right, when the child starts a conversation about them having stockings at home and what might end up going in them or what they've been decorated with. Or maybe you decide then that the children need the opportunity to practice cutting and you set up a stocking themed activity, but it's linking it back to the assessment and knowledge of the child. So you can save all of these ideas up and then you can use them at a time that's right, going back to the child.
Now, I've worked with educators in the past that have missed crucial child learning opportunities, child-led learning, some truly aha moments of child-led joy, because they've been so consumed in recreating something that the child has no interest in and can't see the connection it has to them. So it's been done for the adult. So I'm going to take you back in time now to a few years ago when I was working with a school. It was Christmas time and the school had done something wonderful. The reception um, educators had left some blank Christmas cards out in the home corner so that the children could practice writing in a context that they understood and doing it through play. And one little boy who was a reluctant writer chose to sit at the kitchen table in the home corner and write his name on the cards, just like he'd observed his mum doing at home. Meanwhile, at the other side of the classroom, the teachers were busy building a pre-cut cardboard igloo role play area. And the teacher, well, one of them had had the idea to do this in her provision after seeing an idea on Pinterest. And she thought it would look wonderful in her space. She could even get some photos of it and join in a winter tree Christmas play challenge that she'd seen on Instagram. So the walls in the area were being backed with samples of metallic foil wallpaper with trees on, fairy lights were being added, polar animals were found and a campfire was even created by the adults. Now, I must say, the area did look amazing. It had lots of magic to it. But while all of this was happening, the educators had missed the wonderful moments of child-led learning happening in their home corner. A child playing with his experiences and seeing writing is purposeful. Wouldn't this have been a moment of learning to just celebrate? Just imagine how infectious of a writing opportunity it could have been for the teacher to write a card back to the boy. But this was missed because here the adult's agenda was seen as being more important. Now, I have shared a photograph recently on my social media feed of a little setup that I created a few years ago of some lovely um, British woodland animals, small world, in a simple woolen hat. And this post has got lots of likes and I want to explain why this provocation was set up. So it was set up um, after the nursery children were seen enjoying transporting toys around the provision, putting things in bags, putting things in pockets, in baskets, a really popular schematic behaviour. And this led on to us reading the story of the mitten, where there was a discussion about carrying things in our hands or in our gloves. And then this provocation of setting up the hat with the small world um, animals inside responded to the children's questions of what else can hold things. So here you can see that I've not just set something up without the thought behind it. This links into what my children are interested in. And this is how we get those high levels of engagement. This is when the magic happens. So this winter, when you're setting up your provocations, your areas to explore, yes, put lots of beauty and time into them, pay attention to the details, but go back to the child. Get into the habit of asking yourself, why setting this up matters to your children. And once you've nailed this in your practice, 
wonderful things will begin to happen. Okay, well, I hope that you have enjoyed this week's podcast episode. And if you'd like to know a little bit more about having a child-led Christmas or winter, then do check out one of my online courses that's available over on my website, www.whogetintheearlyyears.co.uk. It's also in our Black Friday sale that's on right now, and you can save 30% off. Okay, my lovelies. Well, I hope you all have a really lovely weekend, whatever it is you end up doing, and I will be back next week. Take care. Bye.